Hey friends, welcome to Faith Talk, Conversations That Matter. This podcast is specifically designed to give a platform to our ministry partners locally, synodically, and globally. Today, we're honored to welcome Laura Hamilton. Laura is the Executive Director of Christ Clinic, a partner ministry here in the Katy area that provides quality healthcare to people who may not be able to afford it because they may not have the money, they may not have the insurance, uh, and they are doing good work. Just a little bit about Laura here, our executive director and our guest this morning. She has been the executive director since 2017, and she's been able to oversee some of the biggest, biggest growth in Christ Clinic's history, both financially and in terms of their outreach and their service to the community. Christ Clinic um, has a vision of providing high quality medical service to the most vulnerable in our community. And Christ Clinic serves low income, uninsured, underinsured patients from across the greater Houston area. We're honored today to welcome Laura Hamilton, who is the executive director. Laura, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you today? I'm doing great. Anything happened in your day that we should know about? Um, no, lots of <laughs> blessings, you know, but. lots of blessings, <laughs> lots of blessings. You know, I, before this interview, I, I thought I'd do a little bit of research and I was researching in the new Testament, there are 75 different references to healing, right? I truly believe there is what I call the intersectionality of faith and healing that you can't talk about faith without talking about healing. Jesus engaged in a lot of healing. Tell us a little bit about Christ clinic what it is about, what you do on a daily basis, especially providing service to the most vulnerable in our society. Well, we started in 2000 as part of Memorial Lutheran Church, and um, you know they would set up in a gymnasium one evening a week. I think it was a month at first, and then one mm -hmm. evening a week. And then they just quickly found out that the demand in the area was so much greater than mm -hmm. what they knew. Right. And so uh, in 2007, they actually got their own space, and they were open three days a week. And then it, we've just seen it progressively grow since then, and the need continues to surprise us. So the space we're in now now has uh, 13 exam rooms. And yeah, I remember you guys were in Old Katy. We were. That was that was the first place out on 2nd Street, and, and so now it's out on Kingsland. So you have more capacity. We do. Yeah, yeah. it's it's significantly larger than, than the other space was. Um, you know, the other space had three exam rooms right. and I, I right. think it was around 1800 square yeah. feet. And now yeah. we have around 6,500 square feet and 13 exam rooms Pretty awesome. and a Pretty pharmacy. Awesome. And, Pretty yeah. awesome. Talk to me. I, I know all of us, we've been living through this crazy time the last 24 months. How has that time changed what you do? Uh, has it, has, have you seen more of a stress on the organization, more people coming uh, uh, wanting care because of COVID. Talk to us about the last 24 months and and what that has meant for Christ Clinic. So we've we've seen a ton of changes over the past 24 months, and I'm going to kind of break them into two categories, sure. one being the patient side of things yeah. and then the other side being the administrative right. uh, side of things. So from the patient side of things, we made the decision early on in the pandemic, you know, there were so many unknowns right. um, to prioritize our highly vulnerable population. Mm. So the, the patient population we see uh, tend to be very sick. They tend yeah. to have a lot of comorbidities, yeah. and the, they're the, the people that you heard about early in the pandemic that right. likely would have ended up on a ventilator had they mm. um, 
caught COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we decided early on to make sure that it was uh, our priority to keep those people off of a ventilator and out of the hospital. Mm. So we really shifted all of our operations to prioritize that. So right. what that meant for the community is that we were seeing a lot less new walk-in patients each day because okay. we typically do a lot of that, okay. um, which certainly, you know, um, relieves a burden from the hospitals, but also on right. the faith right. side of right. things, you know, it's... Um, allows us to uh, just show all of these individuals that are probably at a very stressful point in their life, God's love through our yeah. actions. Yeah. Right. So it was a tough decision for us to make. Oh. Um, but um, certainly with that being the goal, we uh, were successful in our goal. We right. saw very few patients that mm -hmm. ended up in the hospital, wow. very few deaths wow. to COVID uh, wow. for our patients. Wow. Um, so that's a, a tribute to our great medical team and, yeah. and the trust that our patients have in the advice that we give them. Yeah. On the administrative side of things, um, the funding has been the biggest challenge for us by far. So right. I think there's, you know, been a lot of, um, rumors about, uh, healthcare and, and, uh, and and true information that just doesn't apply to Christ Clinic and people don't realize that right, that's been out right. there about how healthcare organizations are bringing in money through right. the pandemic, yeah. right? Um, and you know, there's been a lot of talk about how even uninsured people can access COVID testing and mm -hmm. all of these kinds mm -hmm. of things, right? But um, the way that Christ Clinic is set up, uh, we don't have access to those services. So we tried mm -hmm. uh, to find creative ways to gain access, right. uh, like to CARES Act money and yeah. stuff like that yeah. um, throughout the pandemic. But um, since we don't bill, we don't have access to a clearinghouse. Correct. And that's how you get CARES Act money for uninsured patients in the pandemic. Correct. Correct. So um, funding has been a real challenge for us. We also saw a lot of foundations change the the cadence in which they were giving Correct. and and, and right. the reasons they were giving. Yeah. And so we felt that yeah. too. Yeah. Are still yeah. currently feeling that. Huh. Are, are do you do you you partner with local churches? We do. Uh and I know Living Word is a partner with KCM. Um how has that support been for uh, not KCM, Christ Clinic? Uh we did an interview two weeks ago with KCM. How has that support been? Has, has, has your donor base sort of increased during this time? Because we all know that to keep people out of the hospitals, you got to make sure you provide those steps early on. And that's exactly what you guys have focused on. Um, talk about the donor side. So certainly individual donors have um, blessed us greatly, right? And a right. lot of our individuals are members at various churches Correct. that support Correct. us, yeah. right? Um, our the cash that we have to raise each month or bring in just to operate Christ Clinic, so I'm not talking about any in-kind right. donations, right? right? Is about $150,000 a month. On a monthly basis. On a monthly basis, right? right? Um, and what we budget from congregations, it doesn't always come in smoothly every mm -hmm. month, but what we budget to come in from our local church partners is about $3,500 of that $150,000 a month. Wow. Yeah. Okay, um, so, so so we're we're about 40, 146000 here. That's the delta between... <laughs> Wow. Right, right. It's a, I, I do think wow. there's a. <laughs> I think there is some misconception out yeah. there about how much of our money comes from right. from congregations. We've right. actually had some some pushback. Once one of our staff members, uh, their husband was, they were talking to their husband about giving us a donation, and they were like, "But 
our church completely yeah, funds we, we this organization. So we we're like, no. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. churches are great to us, and yeah. we're and we've been so blessed. And honestly, yeah. um, just you know, you ask if anything happened today, and it didn't happen today, but it did happen a couple weeks ago. We were mm-hmm. just, um, we're we are really feeling a cash flow strain like we have never felt before. I can imagine. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I was at the point where I, you know, we've been praying about it and strategizing and all of those kinds of things, and I was actually, you know, texting some of our donors that I'm the closest to, to say, Hey, this is where we're at. We need help, you know? Um, and in the middle of that, um, we had a, a church come in, um, that has been a partner with us on different kinds of level, but not Mm -hmm. on a monetary level like this and, and donate $25,000 to us, which was, I mean, I honestly, I'm not a crier and I started crying. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, those of you who are joining us now, we, uh, we're we privileged today to be joined by Laura Hamilton. She is the executive director at Christ Clinic, uh, an organization, the, uh, the largest provider, the largest community care provider in the greater Houston area, uh, providing care to, uh, Laura, some of the numbers here are, are pretty astounding, uh, 94% um, uh, of the people that you see are Hispanic, 69% are women. Uh, the medium age is between 35 and 54 years old. Uh, 98% of the people you see live at or below uh, the 200% marker, which is sort of the federal federal poverty level. Um, this is Katy, and oftentimes you think, well, you know, this is Katy, Texas, is very affluent, but you see a different story every day. We do. And, you know, I think if you talk to most of the nonprofits in our area, they would uh, have the same similar story to what to what we have and what we see. But, you know, in our experience and talking with our patients and talking to different individuals, you know, people want to be in Katy because most of them want to give their children a better opportunity than the one that they have. Right. And so they're really attracted to um, our amazing School district, right? right? right. Um, but once you get in Katy, the cost of living is pretty high. MIT has a calculator, and for yeah. one adult with one child, it's twenty-one dollars an hour. Huh. And you know there are a lot of people living in Katy that have work minimum wage jobs. Right. Um, right. We don't have much public in the way of public transportation or affordable housing, so that gap can be pretty large for individuals. that are living in Katy. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we see a lot of uh, families where there's multiple families living within one house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, I think poverty definitely looks different in Katy than, than what people have in their yeah. mind. And, yeah. but it, it is, there are certainly people in serious need yeah. in your neighborhood. Yeah. What about medical supplies? I know there, there have been times where we had volunteers from here, uh, go to Christ Clinic, the volunteer to to help stack things. Where do you get those? Do you purchase them directly from from a supplier, or can people just go to Walgreens and buy, you know, medical gauze yeah. and all that kind of stuff? So Talk most, to us about that. Most of our medical supplies, we do buy them, um, you know, from a medical supplier because right. we can buy them so much less expensive than right. what you can buy them yeah. at Walgreens. Yeah. So if you know if that's kind of like the way that you would like to give, then my preference would be donate money to us and restrict it right. to that, right? right? And right. let us let us go buy it because yeah. it will make your money go a lot 
further. Um, It's funny that you mentioned that because just this week we got um, a pallet of five different types of medical supplies that we buy each donated um, to us from Houston Food Bank, which, you know, just different kinds of PPE and stuff like that. Um, That's abnormal, though. Most of the time we do purchase uh, the majority of the medical supplies that we use. Plus, we like to try to stay pretty consistent, especially like with our wound care supplies. Correct. Correct. Well, we're about to enter into the season of Lent, and Lent is oftentimes when 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 Christians think about, you know, I'm going to give something up, or I'm going to pick up a new habit here. Um, speaking on the human side of things, if if people wanted to uh, be aligned with Christ Clinic uh, during these 40 days of Lent, what are some of the low-hanging fruit that you might invite people to say, hey, if you think of Christ Clinic, think of this in terms of Are you still taking walking volunteers or because of COVID that has been restricted? Or would you advocate just just giving physical, physical cash? You know, both. So we are still taking um, volunteers. We did stop for a while for COVID, but now we are um, doing our best to get back to what normal operations look like. You know, we believe that COVID's just part of our everyday life now. So we just need to figure out how to roll with it. Right. Um, So we are taking volunteers again and we take a wide variety of volunteers. You don't have to be a medical. You don't have to be a medical. So again, guys, those of you watching, you don't have to have medical background. You don't have to be a nurse. Laura's a nurse by profession. Um, You can just volunteer. You can. Yeah. Yeah. And if you happen to speak Spanish, that's amazing because we do need a lot of interpreters. Yeah. And it's okay if you're not a professional interpreter. Yeah. We can get by, yeah. right? We can yeah. explain the medical terms in a way that you could explain them in in regular in Spanish without stuff. knowing yeah. the medical terminology. Yeah. 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 In terms of giving. Yeah. So for giving, you can go to our, our website, ChristClinicKD.org, and there's links there to give. And honestly, that is by far our biggest need yeah. right now. We get a lot of medical volunteers, but we need a support system around those people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as we as we grew, like, you know, you mentioned the growth. Yeah. One of the things that happened is um, people needed to be able to use us as their medical home, which right. meant that we couldn't be closed for a week for spring break. We huh. couldn't be closed for two weeks huh. around Christmas, yeah. right? The times when you see volunteer numbers really right. drop off. Right. So we had to have enough staff there to make sure that if, if a a pharmacy needed to refill a patient's prescription over the Christmas holidays, somebody needed to be able to do that, Someone right? Needed to be you, right? If not, right. there's people are going to end up in the emergency room or yeah. just not have health care when they're right. sick during right. the holidays. You know, one of the really cool things I was, I was sort of, you know, uh, checking the website, you have a summer program for young people. Please talk to us about that because there's a bunch of young people that will be watching this and trying to figure out, you know, it's, it's late February, March, and some of them still haven't figured out summer internships and all of that. Please talk to us about the opportunities that Christ Clinic is offering for young people to be able to use some of their gifts and give back. So um, Dr. Cindy Anthes was a volunteer doctor for us pretty much since the clinic started. And then she was our volunteer medical director for years. Um, and she heads up that program. She started it. It was really um, her design and her baby, but we've um, definitely been blessed by it. So you can apply for an internship. Um, College-age students is the target. Um, And 
you'll have the opportunity to shadow one of our providers. Plus you'll be trained in, in certain things similar to what a medical assistant or nurse would do as far as triaging. Um, but one of the greatest parts I think about the, the summer internship program is you read a few different books, um, with the focus, I'm going to, I'm going to summarize it maybe poorly, but in my opinion, the focus of why it's important to give back to an underserved community with Mm. your gifts, right? right? So you go and you get this amazing medical training. There are people, um, that need you and won't have access to you unless you're intentional about giving those gifts back to the community. So that's really what a lot of the focus is. And then at the end, they get a letter of recommendation from a physician for med school, which is helpful for them too, you know? Nice, nice. Again, I want to stress this because I think uh, there's there's plenty of opportunities here uh, to make a difference, to get something really, really impressive on your resume, right? That, That you spend the summer months serving um, communities and and giving back and and really really leaving a mark on someone else's life. I think this is an opportunity. So if you're out there and you're watching this and you know of someone who is a college age uh, 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 individual looking to uh, to give back and make a difference, be sure to uh, visit uh, Laura. What's that website? Christclinickatie.org. Christclinickatie.org. And it's going to be at the bottom here of the screen, Christclinickatie.org. Uh, again, our guest today on Faith Talk Conversations That Matter is Laura Hamilton. She is the executive director at Christ Clinic here in, in Katy that uh, does amazing work in providing health care, uh, quality health care uh, to the underserved within our community. So, what has kept you motivated, especially during these crazy times? What has kept you and your staff motivated to continue to do this work that oftentimes um, kind of nobody nobody sees, right? Like we, again, we're living in Katy, we're living in Houston, that's considered the hub for medicine and medical care and all of that, and yet you're serving people that oftentimes are not seen. How do you stay motivated? Well, you know, it's hard. That's hard. Um, We certainly have seen a lot of burnout throughout the pandemic. People are just um, tired, you know, and and overworked. But um, thankfully, our staff has pretty strong faith. um, And they certainly, you know, uh, understand the mission. And we have the most grateful patient population that yeah. you will ever meet. Yeah. I've worked in quite a few different places yeah. and uh, it's it just, it's different than anywhere yeah. else. So, so yeah. that immediate gratification of just seeing how grateful the patients cool. are, you cool. know, is, it really keeps you going. Right. Um, and then we get to see like these just really cool miracle moments, right? That just are yes. a, a tangible yes. reminder of like yes. why we're here, what yes. we're doing. Yes. Yeah. So that's what keeps you going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We we had a, a gentleman uh, not that long ago that um, one of our volunteer doctors was able to work with him and um, came in to see us and blind, right? And mm. then um, he was able to, we were able to get his blood sugar under control and he was able to access surgery and um, and now can see, right? So, oh, wow. so yeah, oh, wow. I mean, and, and, then th- and then through that, like, when right and and lots of celebration among yeah. the staff and just feeling yeah. like okay this is what we're here for right yeah. this is what we do yeah. um we had a, that doctor another doctor in his network said you know um how, how can i help and and the plan is for her to start doing uh, eye injections for diabetic wow. retinopathy in wow. the clinic which there's wow. no way that our patients would have access wow. to something like that if wow. it weren't for people like her you know, there's a verse that comes to mind. I think it's in John chapter nine, where where there's this this guy who 
encounters Jesus and and he's blind and then and then and then you know Christ heals him miraculously and they kept asking him tell us what happened he's like I may not be able to explain to you but all I know is once I was blind and now I see and what a great story that in the 21st century we can see a modern miracle of medicine where you you are able to walk with people and support them through that transformational journey and these are stories that um people never forget yeah yeah I actually have one more that's even better. Do we have time for that? Please. I'll make it quick. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is when I I first started working in Grace Clinic. I hadn't been there very long, and we were in a really small space, right? And it was cram-packed full of everything you can imagine, right? Because we don't have storage. And um, we had um, a patient, not our patient, somebody just stopped by and asked if they could donate a bunch of supplies to us. And it was this woman, and her daughter had passed away Mm -hmm. young, and um, her daughter was on a feeding tube and um, and a, a bunch of other kinds of equipment. And she said, like, and she is, you know, understandably emotional and yeah. crying when she's yeah. telling me this story, I'm getting goosebumps. And she asked me, she was like, I just need to know that her death meant something. So, mm. you know, can I donate this? So I was like, yeah, of course. And then everybody's like, you know, she leaves and there's like stuff. I mean, the conference table, if that's what you want to call it, this table that we had was mm. full of um, all of this pediatric material, like this, this um, tubes for tube feedings, the formula that was a pediatric formula. Mm. And we don't see many kids because most kids have Medicaid, right. right? So everybody's like, why did you take that? Like, what are we going to do with mm. all of this pediatric right. stuff, right? Mm. Um, we get a call same day from um, MD Anderson. And there's this situation where there's a gentleman that um, – had oral cancer mm. again, not our patient. Um, he had oral cancer and, um, he was going to be discharged and they were looking for a place to send the patient. And one of the big things was, uh, he, from the time that he was going to be discharged until they could re- reverse his surgery, they were bypassing, p- bypassing his oral feeding, right, right. um, until his mouth could heal. Huh. Um, he needed to be on um, this particular type of formula, and he was going to need, I, I think it was 56 is exactly the number of feeds that he was going to need, or 156 feeds huh. that he was going to need. Um, and so they were like, you know, this is, these are things, they weren't even calling us for these materials. They were calling us to say, can we discharge him with for follow-up care with you, and this is what he's going to need in huh. this in this several-week period. And they were like, but right now the big thing is, is we need to be able to find this formula for him, but it's a pediatric formula, so it's hard for us to it's get our hands on, right. right? So we go look at what would just donated to us. It was the exact formula that he needed that worked while he was on his chemo. It was the exact number of flushes that he needed to flush his tubing, the exact type of pump that he was going to be given that was gravity feed in the, yeah, in the exact number of feeding bags. Like everything was exact to take him through his midday appointment on the day that he went back to get it reversed. And, you know, I still get goosebumps on that story and everybody, I mean, it was like, there's no way you could attribute that to anything other right, than God, right? Right. <laughs> right. Just, the, just the, the the way in which our stories are all connected, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this this family that experiences uh, a, a difficult a difficult death, right? A mm-hmm. difficult tragedy, but finds a way to to step up and to see something greater, even through their tragedy, and through their tragedy is providing relief for someone else who's halfway across the city it just it's amazing what god can do when we are open to the spirit 
to our hearts. And Christ Clinic can become that avenue by which right now you may be watching this and you're saying to yourself, how can I make a difference? This is a real life story here of how we make a difference right here, right now. All of us can do something. If a family, even through their tragedy, can become a blessing to someone else, you and I can be a blessing to the world. Uh, again, our guest on the show is uh, Laura Hamilton, who is the executive director at Christ Clinic, an organization, one of the largest uh, community health care centers in the Houston area, providing care, uh, quality care to the uninsured and underinsured in our community. Um, Laura, you are you are a mom of four. Um, personally, you're 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 navigating a lot. You're dealing with people. You have your family. Personally, how have you gotten through these difficult twenty four months? Uh, well, so it, we had a COVID baby, which I mentioned to you, right? Yeah. That's what people are calling them. That's going to be their generational it's name, that, I it, think. It, right? Yeah, it's like we yeah. got the greatest generation. We've got the World War II, and then we've got the whoo -hoo, the COVID yeah. generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had one of those. That was our yeah. surprise, right? So that was an interesting thing to navigate, but. Um, honestly, I've just been, um, blessed with really strong faith. Yeah. I've had that my whole life. It's yeah. just one of those things that's always come yeah. easy for me. And yeah. I, and through nothing, mm -hmm. nothing I've done, right. right? It's right. just one of those things yeah. that was given to me that yeah. I'm extremely, um, grateful for, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I have a great team yeah. for sure. I couldn't yeah. do it without yeah. them. Yeah. Um, we've, I've got a great board and, yeah. and great, amazing individual donors yeah. that I have strong relationships with that have helped, you know, uh, help me remember why, why we're doing this yeah. also. Um, and you know, my husband is also amazing. Yeah. I couldn't do any of it yeah. with, without him for sure. He kind of works for free for Christ yeah. clinic. Why'd you become a nurse? Um, I, I was an insurance agent before that, before oh. that I sold food. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, my late husband, I was mm -hmm. widowed. My late husband was a firefighter and I just, mm -hmm. you know, we would have these conversations and I just felt like his job was so much more meaningful than yeah. mine, right? Not yeah. saying that mine wasn't, but it was just a different kind yeah. of fulfillment, yeah. I guess. And I just wanted a kind of job where I really felt like I was helping people mm -hmm. in the traditional sense. Yeah. 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 My friend, you've made a lot of difference. Um, just looking at these numbers here, uh, you know, uh, incredible growth um, since you became executive director in terms of just uh, on the monetary side, but also the people you're serving. And I just want to, on behalf of our community and all the people that call this place home to say thank you to you and your staff for the work that you've done. And for those of you watching, please go to uh, Christ Clinic's website is ChristClinicKatie.org. Um, uh, become, uh, so can people become monthly donors or do you, Oh, we would love that. And you, you become, just could become a reoccurring kind of, yeah. a reoccurring kind of gift. Um, if you're someone who is involved in crowdsourcing on Facebook, uh, get out there, get the word out, uh, about the good work that Christ Clinic is doing. Um, and again, if you have healthcare and you have a great healthcare, uh, I just want you to know that you're blessed and there are people that do not have health care and they fall through the cracks and organizations like Christ Clinic are there to ensure that they're provided care. And it is not just any kind of care, it's care that is centered in faith 
and and which is absolutely absolutely value, uh, valuable during this time. So we're going into the summer months. Um, Beyond monetary giving, which I hope all of us can do, whether you're a one-time giver or whether you want to be a reoccurring donor to Christ Clinic, every gift matter and every gift can make a difference. Uh, but Laura, please talk to us about the sort of the material side, right? Supplies and those kinds of things. Are there specifics that you might need? So we do need a range of supplies, and um, and I I believe we have a wish list on our website. If okay. not, we'll work on getting it up yeah. there. Um, and that, that site again is www.christclinickatie.org, and it's right there on the bottom of your screen. Sorry, that's okay. Um, but there's there's something else that we um, have started doing since the pandemic that we've kind of noticed that the 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 line um, between those people that need to be supported and those who, that have historically been doing the supporting has grown thinner, especially in our um, community mm -hmm. and through the pandemic, right? Um, so we started a program called Express Care. So historically, um, to access care at Christ Clinic, you had to be at 200% of the federal poverty level Correct. or less. Um, and then you had access to our what we call total care, which is, is basically being a charity patient. So you get access to a provider and all the other services that we offer, like right. pharmacy education, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, so what we found is there are a lot of people um, that in Katy... Uh, may make more than 200% of the federal poverty level, which for a family of four, that's only about $40,000, $42,000. So um, that's it's not very much money, mm -hmm. right? Especially to live in Katy. So we have people that make more than that, but um, uh, still can't afford insurance. Right. Right. So for those people, um, and you know, this could can be our donors. This can be people in your church yeah. that that you know need something like that. We've started Express Care, and so Express Care it's fifty dollars uh, for a visit, mm -hmm. which is still far less than going anywhere else. And then you Correct. still get access to our like very low cost labs. Yeah. We just pass on the cost to yeah. the patient. Um, and you don't you don't get access to the wraparound service, but you do get to see a provider, and we make sure that you get um, a prescription for medication that you can actually afford. Yeah. Right. So we, that's kind yeah. of one of our specialties. Oh. Um, and so that. That service is available for people that need us, but also it acts as a very small revenue stream for us. So mm -hmm. when somebody uses our express care, it also helps cover the cost of a charity patient yeah. uh, that can't afford it. Excellent. So. Excellent. Excellent. Any last words for our listeners? Um, anything you'd like us to know? Anything you'd like us to remember? Just that we're here. Yeah. And and uh, I think more recently we've heard a lot from people that. Um, they didn't know that we needed them, right? They mm -hmm. didn't know that we needed uh, money or volunteers or whatever. And so we're trying to be clearer about yeah. that. But uh, we absolutely need everything. And yeah. you're right. Every yeah. every gift matters. $5 gift. We're incredibly grateful for yeah. it matters. So we're here. We're here for the people in the community. And, um, and, and we would appreciate your prayers. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Again, our guest has been uh, Laura Hamilton. She is the executive director at Christ Clinic, and we're grateful, Laura, that you took up time. Uh, it's uh, it's busy, busy. I know these are these are very busy times, uh, but you and your team are doing incredible work. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you. Uh, please give our regards to all of your staff and all of the people who volunteer. If you're watching this, you are a nurse, a retired nurse, a retired teacher, uh, you can volunteer. You can go to their website. You can you can, you can, can be a supporter of the good work that's happening. As uh, you've heard Laura lift up, those examples of people who out of their pain uh, have been able to make a difference. That family that brought 
the feeding tube and all of the other supplies that was able to meet the need of someone else. All of us can do something. And I want to encourage all of you uh, watching this, uh, even if you're not in the Katy area, you can become a donor uh, to Christ Clinic and you can make a difference. Laura, thank you for being with us today. And we will wrap up with prayer. I want to encourage you to pray for Christ Clinic and pray for its staff and pray for all of its donors. And if you are a congregation out there that is not yet supporting Christ Clinic, we're going to encourage you to get on the bandwagon. Living Word supports Christ Clinic. But it is interesting to know that all of our support, it's just our monthly support comes comes up to about what thirty five hundred dollars, and you need one hundred fifty thousand dollars to make your budget uh, every single month. So if you're out there, please please go and support a good cause. Join us as we pray. Gracious God, uh, so we give you thanks for for Laura and for the Christ Clinic family and for all that they do um, to provide care to those in our community who are uh, uninsured or underinsured. Thank you for your great love. Um, as we read through the Gospels, Jesus, you always, always showed your love to those on the margins of society by bringing healing and comfort to their hearts and to their lives. That's exactly what Christ Clinic is doing. And for those of us who are partners, continue to give us capacity, continue to give us compassion so that we use all that we have been given to meet the needs of those that you've called us to serve. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, this has been a Faith Talk Conversations That Matter. Uh, we will have another guest next week, so look out for another brand new podcast. Until then, God bless you. Thank you, Laura, for being with us. Thank you. Thank Blessings. you for having me. All right. Bye.